Hello and welcome to So Good We Named It, the first Golden Girls and Golden Palace podcast, and the first Golden Girls or Golden Palace podcast, to my knowledge, with black hosts. I'm Barrett. And I'm Kay. And I'm wondering, why can't you say that all in one sentence? Like, do you have to differentiate Um, the two things? Like, you can't say the first Golden Palace and Golden Girls podcast, to my knowledge, with black hosts. Like, you have to say it separate. Because it's two different things. Because even if we weren't black, it's the first Golden Girls and Golden Palace podcast. So it's like two things that we're doing. That make us iconic. Fresh from Golden Con. Well, maybe not so fresh. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, but we are recording uh, together alone for the first time in months. We always have a guest. Um, yeah. Or, you know. Beard always tries to replace me, like, very, very low-key. I mean, just got to have my backups. You know, anything can happen. Mm-hmm. Anything can happen. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, anyway. But, you know, I've been on my Barbara Walters shit lately, doing my interviews. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> five very different women five very different points of view um, <laughs> one of my famous impressions but i was like damn we haven't done an like episode you. <laughs> no that's my that's a different voice if someone wants to show you who they are believe oh, the first believe time them. okay <laughs> thanks yeah. i'll be here all week but um, <laughs> we haven't uh, done an episode review. We did post one, but that was old as hell. Like, we're posting a lot of old stuff. Like, the last episode's from, like, March or February. I don't know. But um, this one is mm-hmm. being recorded in July on uh, Chris's birthday. Chris from Golden Girls Posters. So, shout out to you. Happy birthday, Chris. Yeah, we're doing Golden Palace. So, for those of you that hate it, uh, catch you next episode. Um, buckle up <laughs> buckle up slut puppy because those <laughs> uh golden palace episodes don't do so well in the ratings just like the original i guess but that's fine mm-hmm. if we're a golden mm-hmm. palace podcast we're gonna have to review them and shout out to heather because she also loves this episode this is probably my favorite golden palace episode and this is episode i believe 14 it was 18 damn yeah 14 is runaways my other favorite um but this is damn. I guess I should have had this ready to go. Mm-hmm. You could have had it too, so don't do that. Ah, uh, damn! I said don't, eighteen. Don't. Season but what's one, it called? What, what's it called? Is the question? It's called the um. Uh, it's called you've the, uh, lost that living. You've living lost feeling. that living feeling. Is yeah, what it's called. That's what it's called. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, <laughs> shit. Original air date, February 19th, 1993. 1993. Oh, I was five years old. I was one. Wow. Well, if I had been no, old enough, I would have watched. I was almost two. Um, but, yeah, this episode is about a restaurant critic uh, coming to the hotel in the middle of their big grand reopening, which I feel like they had a lot of reopenings and parties and just, like, you know, festival-type events to celebrate the fact that they bought the hotel. So is this really that original? But okay. And then Blanche is like, oh, I can't believe it took us seven months. Like, you would think they would do that right away, but okay. Right. This was really funny. It was like a, a 90s hijinks and, and slapstick kind of show, which is not something that we typically see with the Golden Girls, but we mm-hmm. do uh, see that a little bit more in Golden Palace, which I guess is, uh, again, maybe what people don't like about it. Because I hated it. Um, you say you hated it? 
Yeah, I hated it. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't like it. But well, I digress. The part I heard you listening to, you were cackling. So. It was a little funny, but like overall, I don't really get down with going to college like that, but it's okay though. Wow. You and Sarah from Enough Wicker just haters. <laughs> um, Shout out Sarah. <laughs> who just had a baby. It's too much unpredictability. Congratulations. Did she have the baby? Yes. Little Oreo has been born. Oh, um, congrats. But you thought it was predictable? I thought it was. I, I didn't know what no, would happen No, I next. said it's too much unpredictability oh. with the Golden Palace, and I don't like them. Oh, you like knowing what's going to happen? <laughs> yes. That's yes. It's a feel-good show. Like, Golden Girls is a feel-good show. So I pretty much know which episode to watch if I want to feel a certain way. And with the Golden Palace, even though I don't know the episodes like that, it'd be too much shit going on. And I'd just be like, whoa. I mean, it makes me sad every time I watch it. I, I don't know why, if it's because I think of what could have been or or what but uh sad in a good way like a nostalgia type of sad even though i didn't watch mm-hmm. it before when it was first on so i really shouldn't feel nostalgic it had a lot for me i was laughing out loud and i've seen this like four times and i was really just cracking up i was like damn i should have watched this hot but um, <laughs> one of the first jokes they had was sophia with her shady pines flashbacks yeah i'm like damn they had him <laughs> eating on the floor I feel like they really are very over the top with the Shady Pines references in Golden Palace versus Golden Girls. Um, in another episode, they're talking about having her in the trees picking oranges. Damn. Um, but I also love Blanche's first outfit. Very colorful, very 90s. I feel mm-hmm. like um, I would wear that. And for those of you that didn't see, I did what I thought was a fabulous uh, promo for the podcast in character and i didn't get enough views i didn't get enough likes enough retweets so i'll just keep reposting it because that shit took a long time so you didn't put me in any of you were in it did you watch it hey you didn't put okay wait you talking about the video Damn, or are you, you talking about the either. one where you were where you were all the golden girls yeah that you were in it i gotta rewatch it you mean watch it because if you had watched it, you would have clearly seen yourself. Because <laughs> I saw a lot of still pictures and on the still photos, it was you a bunch of times in character for each girl. Well, yes, but there's a video to go with that. So no one watched it. I didn't see the video. Character. Where did you post the video? I didn't see a video. It's I everywhere. Just saw the it's all over. I was feeling myself. I thought I was looking cute as fuck as, as Blanche. I had my little scarf because I couldn't find a necklace. Um, in the moment, and I didn't want all my chest I thought she was going to say negligee. With I was going to pass out. Um, I forgot to get Sophia's outfit. Uh, Manny, my husband, was like, what the hell you, who is that supposed to be? What you got on? <laughs> I had, um, it was, that's my house coat. It is somebody's grandmother probably died in it, but I feel like that's oh. something Sophia will wear. Um, I didn't know where my other, my Sophia glasses were, but I was like, you know, we're just going to roll with it. They're all going to wear my glasses mm-hmm. and have a beard and mustache. But um, yeah. <laughs> I thought Rose's outfit was cute as fuck, too. And uh-huh. um, Dorothy's outfit, I think, very on brand. I didn't intend to really make a little video. And this is a Senior Frogs moment. Um, <laughs> but I was in the thrift store and I saw, I think I saw the jumpsuit first. And I was like, oh, this is very Blanche. I have to get this. And then I saw something. I was like, oh, this is very Dorothy. And I was like, well, damn, I might as well just make a video if I'm going to buy this right. shit. So I might make a few more so no one can watch them. But um, at least I'm on standby if the Golden Gays ever need a, a, a fill-in. I was definitely going to shout them out. Shout out to the Golden Gays. Love you all. Shout out to them, definitely, for sure. And I had on, um, you know, we, we were in a different meeting, but we had the crazy hair day. I saw your photo from your meeting, which is just your regular hair in a bun. So crazy. 
It uh, wasn't my regular hair. It was a really high top bun, and like some of the braids were out of place. Oh, so wacky. You might win anyway. a gift card. Uh, anyway. But for mine, I had on four wigs, and I just kept pulling them off, and I was like, and there's another one, and there's another one. It's just Russian nesting wigs. One of the wigs was Dorothy's hair, and then another wig was, the, the final wig was Blanche's hair. And they originally were like, are those Golden Girls wigs you have on? Because I had my Golden Girls background. I was like, no, not all of, of them. Two of them, yes. Um, but I digress. Uh, they mentioned the word banal, which I had never heard before. <laughs> so, uh, Well, Roland said it meant plain. Uh, well, I gathered that much from what they were talking about. But Chewy was like, after I looked it up, I was insulted. And Blanche looked like she didn't know what the hell it meant either. But mm -hmm. um, like Matt Browning's book, I feel like they need a Golden Girls like dictionary because they use a lot of words that I've never heard. Maybe my vocabulary just isn't that great. But uh, I, I was really cracking up and I posted this the other day, not knowing we we're going to do this episode um, where Rose is talking to the guy. And that was really funny to me when she's like, oh, no, actually, I'm Lutheran. This is just a little yeah. duck. No religious significance. That was really <laughs> oh, it's hell. It's just it, a duck. And that made me think about the fact that with the Golden Palace, they're all interacting with random people more often. Typically, anybody they interact with, it's their family, it's somebody they're dating, but they're just yeah. talking to strangers. So they don't know how you know stupid she is or how uh, zany Sophia is, how slutty Blanche is. And I think that's you know a, a, a plus that they're able to play up more because the average person is like, what the hell is she talking about? All um, right. So Blanche then, was super slutty this episode. I didn't like it. It was a little over the top. A little much. It was. I um, didn't like it. <laughs> I'm like, girl, if you don't get your mouth off. I mean, I I know they don't want to go to jail for murder because they had the body in the refrigerator or whatever. Spoiler. How likely is it that the health inspector comes the day you put a dead body in the refrigerator? What a dink. You know uh, what I mean? So I get it. But like, girl, ew, I didn't like it. I mean, it definitely was a Me Too moment, for sure. And he well, wasn't even yeah. cute like that. Um, and then her little line, I, what did, I wrote it down. What did she say? She said a lot. I'm a very... I'm a lusty, busty about, cowgirl. Yeah. Like the fuck and is she, she want to ride about? all night. <laughs> and she want to ride all night. I said, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I feel this is children watching this. Because, like... I like hearing her stories or whatever and the inferences about her being a slut, but I don't like seeing her like that. I don't know. I just Maybe this like is it. what Mark Sockin was talking about. And he's like, who wants to fuck Blanche? Because <laughs> that guy <laughs> ran the fuck up out of there. He didn't really seem into it. No, um, he wasn't. But yeah, Mr. Davenport, uh, which reminds me of my turtle, Beverly uh, Richfield. And I had another one called Victor Davenport. I gave them away because they can live to be like 75 and who has time for that? But they are still alive mm -hmm. as far as I know. So shout out to them if they're listening. Come on the show sometime. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> Mr. Tavenport was the food critic. Um, I'm wondering if he was supposed to be a fancy man because he uh, was very light on his feet. I'll say that. I liked him. I liked his little character. And Sophia was out in love and stuff. I liked him. She's I like, wanted to see them interact more, but he uh, died. She's like, oh, I think I'm in love. <laughs> mm -hmm. But... They were um, really okay with the fact that they're just hauling around a dead body because he dies. Spoiler, he dies while he's there. And right. I'm like, ugh. Like, I'm like rolling. Like, I wouldn't just be picking up a body okay. and just... Like, when um, Al Beatty died, they seemed pretty freaked out. But I guess that was like eight years ago. They're over it at this point. Mm -hmm. um, but 
that was very much like this episode was definitely giving me like TGIF vibes. Like this yeah. is some shit that would happen on Family Matters, which mm-hmm. I guess I just roll with the punches. And as somebody who just loves TV in general, maybe that's why. But if I was looking at this as a I'm a hardcore Golden Girls fan, I only like the Golden Girls how it's always been, then I right. can definitely see somebody being like, what the fuck is this? Same, I'm just like, what is happening? Because usually the episodes me off? have like a, a what? Who what was pissing you off? What was pissing? Because it usually makes more sense. Like the storylines make more sense or whatever. And they're more knowledgeable with some of the choices and decisions that they make. Like what pissed me off was the fact that when Roland took the dead body suitcase to the man's um, hotel room and they got in the room why they just didn't take the whole suitcase like what would possess you to take the dead body out the suitcase <laughs> and put it in a bed like why would you do that and that I couldn't like have it. even been i mean i guess well that, ex- that answers my question because i had made a note where the hell she get this big ass suitcase but i guess if they had delivered his then she would have emptied the clothes out so those must have been the clothes that were in the freezer because i was thinking those are mr davenport's clothes so that makes sense that ties that up but i've never seen a suitcase that big in my life um, mm-hmm. and Rose was uh dragging that shit around. All them had on high heels and shit. I'm like, damn, I know they tired as fuck. They made a late the man in the body in the in the the man body in the bed with Rose. Like, what the fuck? Disgust. And then Rose was playing sexy with the man <laughs> in the room, and I'm just like, I don't like this. I don't like. I mean, this. that did crack me up when she was like, hide me, hide me. <laughs> Oh shit, I'm knocking shit over. <laughs> I knocked over the goddamn space heater. Fucking with this shit. And yes, I have a space heater, even though it's Hey Tiger is gonna growl. Don't nobody care about that space heater, Barry. But she goes about Hey Tiger. Why well, don't want nobody coming for me? Because people always come for me because I'm hot when it's hot outside. So I just had to put that out there in case people are gonna attack me. But no. um, <laughs> it happens. <laughs> I was attacked yesterday <laughs> for my space heater, but um, it's ninety six degrees. Why do you? Is it on? See, I'm being attacked now. Uh, is it on? Not at the moment, but it's only because I didn't want it to be too loud. I had one on under my desk. Is it cold in there? Yes, Manny likes it a frigid like thirty three degrees. I feel like Mr. Davenport in the freezer. Oh my god, y'all got central air? Yes, of course. Nothing but the best. Um, Period. But. <laughs> Well, with Mr. <laughs> Davenport um, dying, like, that's nasty as fuck. They got him all on shit, all in the kitchen. Disgusting. Okay. <laughs> Disgust. And I, I noticed, because I always like to look in backgrounds to, like, see if it looks realistic. And they had some, like, it's not it's not Comet, but it's something like Comet in, like, a gold canister. And it still fucking mm-hmm. looks like that to this day, whatever that brand is. And their baking mm-hmm. powder, which I have that same brand right now. And that still looks the same. 30 years Did later. Johnson Johnson? Johnson Johnson don't make baking powder. <laughs> they make baby oh, powder. Oh, baking powder. I thought you said baby powder. I was like, what? No, Johnson not Johnson, Johnson Johnson, no. Um, I and, like Johnson Johnson. And I just find it hard to believe that Chewy and Sophia made all of that shit. It was all these decadent ass desserts, loaves of bread. Yeah. And that's just, just sitting out. It's going to melt. They need to put that up. Um, but why the hell he had a rat poison in the kitchen, though? What? With right, the he food, had it right there. Somebody looked like cornstarch. So you'd have thought you'd have killed this man. Everybody was just cool about it. He's about. I guess subconsciously, I wanted him dead, sir. Are you a murderer? Yeah, nobody or no? really like, addressed why? that in the moment. What the hell? And the rat is then an electric chair on the pot. <laughs> that seems extreme. <laughs> um, but 
I can I can see Sophia because she's always like, um, okay, I'll check a dead body, whatever, you know. But the rest of them, like when she told Blanche, she was just like, oh, okay. Like right in that moment, no big deal. And what the yeah. fuck was Blanche wearing? I hated that plaid <laughs> uh, Partridge Family collar inspired uh, outfit. Um, but I will say he played dead very well. I was very convinced. Hell no, nah, he ain't played dead good. Like when people play dead on TV and movies, I'm the person that's looking to see if they're breathing, like if their chest is moving up and down, like are they moving their was hands and shit. Moving? And he was fucking moving. Damn. And I was impressed. Uh, <laughs> but Sophia said like when they finally brought his body to the couch at the end in the in the um lobby, she was like, Yeah, something, something. This is not how we do it back in Sicily. Like, Sophia, you be moving dead bodies all the time. Too. But she always has, even on Golden Girls, made all these little slight references to imply that she was like associated with the mob. She was um, in a mob. I'm trying to say, girl, <laughs> you was in a mob. But I like that they finally had an Asian that was not a racist stereotype. Uh, Who were Asian they had in? Wow. <laughs> the newscaster lady. Oh, Kim Fong Choi. <laughs> not her same on uh inside different on outside but mm-hmm. i will say that it is kind of a trope that they always seem to make like on-site news reporters asian on tv which i don't know why because in real life the asians They're i not... see on the news are in the damn studio but, yeah um shout out to linda Yu from abc7 she was so nice when i met her love her lovely woman she's living her best life if you're Beautiful listening Linda, else. come on the show Beautiful gal. Uh, one of these days, somebody's going to say, hey, I heard you say if I was listening to reach out <laughs> to you. Um, but I also, what did I put on here? Oh, Salman Rushdie and I, Joan Van Ark. I didn't, I didn't get the reference. Matt, can you make a Golden Palace version? Because I have no idea who that is. I know who Joan Van Ark is. Well, I've heard the name. She was either like on the Today Show or an actress in the 80s. Okay, so uh, she's an actress. I wasn't born, so I can't, like... Oh, she's looking real interesting. I'll just say mm. that. I Googled her. She's looking very interesting. Um, but she... Oh, yeah, duh. They said she was on Knott's Landing. Um, mm. But other than that, don't know much about her. Um, <laughs> but I don't know who that other person is. Maybe someone listening can explain that. But um, let me go back to my notes here. Um... The peas porridge hot, peas porridge cold. That cracked me up, too. Uh, them doing their little uh, patty cake, whatever that mm. was. Oh, not impressed. I guess I'm easily no. amused. Um, <laughs> and, and then the, the coroner got the report the day of. That was a real quick turnaround. Right, that was a quick-ass autopsy. And then he gave it to Blanche. Who the fuck is she? Why would she get it? Because I guess Roland knew the coroner personally, which is why they tried to keep it under wraps or whatever. Did he say that? Did I miss that part? Yeah, because Roland was like, um, let me call one of my coroner buddies. Oh. Like, maybe we can keep it under wraps. <laughs> one of my coroner buddies. He just has a couple of them on standby. Hmm. I guess. Don Cheadle liked my tweet the other day, by the way. Um, hey, sh- hey, Don Cheadle. Shout out, Don. Yeah. Roland was fine. I really had time for him. I mean, he was decent. I mean, he could throw me in a laundry chute any day. Not um, all right. And why does the laundry chute come out in the kitchen? That okay, because where is the the? They just I think they just had to do that for a dramatic effect because the um health inspector was still in there, and then Chewie had to push him out the door when the body flew down the laundry chute. It's a, clearly a body coming down the right, laundry. Right. He's just like, like, all right, bye. And the okay. hotels even have laundry chutes like that? I've never seen. One. I don't know. Mm, so many unless it's like a hidden compartment. 
I'm gonna be looking the next time. The next time I'm at the Knickerbocker Hotel. Oh, please, are you gonna drag them right I'm now? I'm just saying, I was on my Karen shit. Oh. Them bed sheets had enough hair to make a damn wig. Okay? Oh my God. And the caulk was coming off in the shower. There was blood-stained carpets, just horrible, horrible. And they did not want to refund me. Side was it bar. a crack house? You would think, and this was a very luxurious location downtown. Like, if I looked between two buildings, I felt like the girls only went on vacation. I could see the beach. And um, <laughs> it was very expensive because I just wanted a staycation. You know, I wanted to relax. I, I run a household. I'm a busy guy. You know, so my husband got me a little gift card for Hotels.com because I was telling him I needed a little vacation. And I was having mm -hmm. a good time. I had my Eddie's. I went over to the Cheesecake Factory. Very much so. Um, I did a little shopping. I was living the life. But then when I noticed that, because there was not even a blanket in the room, that I an extra blanket. I guess I was supposed to freeze to death. So I went, I went to help myself. I went into the little laundry room they had. Oh, my was, God. The door was open. So I was like, oh, this is a good blanket. But it wasn't enough. So when I found somebody, I had to go look. So I, I found her. She's like, oh, there should be a blanket. It's not. So she took You could have just called somebody. I don't like to be a bother. So, uh, <laughs> oh, but you dragging this lady all up and down the hallway trying to find you a blanket. So she gave me the blanket, and I was like, "Oh, there's a little hair on it." But I'm like, "Hey, you know, things happen. It's just a hair." So then, when I noticed another hair, and then another hair, and another hair, I was like, "Okay, this is a problem." So I went, <laughs> I went downstairs. Maybe that wasn't the clean blanket. Clearly, um, it wasn't. Um, I went downstairs in my pajamas. I had on my my nightgown, uh, looking like. Uh, fucking uh, Winnie the Pooh because I had on, you know, the, the long ass <laughs> sleep shirt. I wish I had a hat to go with it. That's probably why they want fucking with you. You should sue their ass for discrimination. I put on pants up under it to go downstairs. Oh, okay. Um, but I was like, you know, hey, can I get another room or whatever? And I didn't even say that. I was like, what can be done? He's like, I can put you in another room. So the other room, that's the one that had the blood on the floor. So I was Ooh. like, damn, I should have stayed where I was. Is this the first 48 suite? Because okay. goddamn, I felt like I'm at a crime scene. <laughs> so at this point, I was like, you know what? You know, there was a lot of little things. And this is related because we're talking about hotels. There's a lot of little things. I was trying to overlook them. Like the toilet was as high as the fucking bar stool. I felt like I needed <laughs> that guy that helped Sophia. And I'm six feet tall. Why are my feet swinging on this toilet? How would a normal sized person get on the toilet? I mean, maybe okay. that's the size that I need, but I'm used to standard toilet sizes. So that was a bit much. And, mm. I'm, <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, ugh, gross. So I call Hotels.com. They said that the hotel was denying the refund. So I go downstairs and he's like, oh, well, all I can do is offer you $15. You would have been better oh. off offering me nothing than to offer What's me $15. $15 right. Roland never would have treated me like this. Never. So at this point, you know, I'm ready to set it the fuck off. Um, so I start recording and he's like, you don't have permission. I was like, I don't need permission. I don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> you on candy camera now. So You on candy camera now. Here you go with your shit. So I'm already in Hotels.com's ass because they offered me $50. That wasn't enough either. And I felt like the people that call our job, like I wanted to say all the shit that they say to us. Like I've been with you guys for all these years and I spent all this money, but I know they don't give a fuck just like we don't. So I didn't right. bother. Uh, <laughs> and by and large. Okay, because um, they don't care. <laughs> So, anywho, um, needless to say, he refused to do anything. I did get a hundred dollars from Hotels.com, so I'm roaming the streets at like three a.m. in Chicago, waiting to what be. What you mean roaming the streets? Because I left. I couldn't sleep there. I didn't feel safe. 
I didn't so want to have a bed. So why you didn't go home? So here's the thing. Um, <laughs> I parked oh, my car shit. at a valet. And I went and I looked and the valet closed. So I went to the building and I was like, hey, do you have access to the keys? Like, can I just get my car? Oh, I don't work for valet. I work for the building. Oh, helpful. So I'm trapped. Mm-hmm. So my, Manny couldn't come get me because I had my car. And even if I Ubered or whatever, I didn't want to wake him up because I didn't have my keys. Assuming he would Damn. even hear me, you know, ringing the bell. So I was like, okay, let me just walk around waiting to be riddled by bullets. Um, oh. And so I go to the Hilton. So I'm like, okay, I'll just get an expensive ass room just so I can sleep for a few hours. And he's like, oh, our computers are down. God damn. So okay. So I go. you a room? He couldn't check me in or anything because the computers were rebooting or something. I mean, it was like that three in the morning. That means it's free. So I go to the Drake, where Princess Diana used to stay. So I'm like, oh. okay, well, you know, luxurious accommodations. And the room was already going to be like three something. He's like, yeah, and there's another charge because you're checking in the middle of the night. I was like, yeah, I'm not paying 400 something dollars for six hours. So Damn. I go back to the Hilton. I know I was looking pitiful, probably crazy, because I just had to throw on whatever I could because um, I was dressed for, you know, hot-ass weather, not middle-of-the-night cold-ass weather. But luckily, I bought some sweatpants when I was at the mall. Um, But I go back to the Hilton. Long story short, he did give me a room, and he let me stay an extra night, no charge. I don't remember his name, but I did do all 10s on the survey. Hopefully, he got some credit. Maybe because I'm a Hilton Rewards member. But he was like, oh, would you like some bottles of water? Hell yeah, give me everything you got. And that room was very okay, luxurious. everything you get. Um, but I wasn't done with the knickerbocker, bockety bock. I don't like the way that you boppity bop, bitches. So I'm reaching out to CEOs and all these top people. I'm calling. They're hanging up on me. I'm on hold for 30, 40 minutes. I'm doing Yelp reviews, Google reviews, sending emails. I know they were sick of my ass because the same man that told me he couldn't do shit because I asked. I was like, you could do it. You just don't want to. He's like, yeah, I could. Right. Oh, okay. Um, he Bitch. emailed me directly and was like, oh, I'm so sorry, Mr. Blackman. First of all, it's Dr. Blackman because I put Dr. Okay. Blackman when I signed all that shit. <laughs> so address me as such. <laughs> Period. It gives you the option to select Mr. Mrs. Dr. I pick doctor. Um, but he was like, oh, I'm so sorry. You got a full refund. That's what the fuck I thought. Okay. But I wasn't done. I was like, I'm gonna need something else. What you got? I need a, a credit for a room at one of your sister hotels. And he was like, mm-hmm. well, I can't, uh, he didn't respond to that. And then he called me Ben. I was like, my name is not Ben. Um, oh. but, um, <laughs> I'm gonna, like, you didn't respond. Hello. And he, he was like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. We can give you another room at our hotel. I was like, was this a suite? Um, it's a scary okay. room. I don't really want to stay there, but they're gonna lick the pillow pillows before you go. <laughs> before you That's fine. It. You bet I ain't getting no damn room service though. Um uh, <laughs> maybe I'll have a party. If y'all wanna come down, let me know. Um Yeah, but... and get some room service and stuff. But you know they don't watch blankets. I was watching inside inside edition, they was um you know, doing the lowdown on hotels. They don't watch the comforters and the blankets and stuff. That's what I was looking at. And they too. barely watch the sheets. Um, and I had gotten a little, what was I eating? I think I had some cheesecake or something and I got some chocolate. No, it was some salad dressing on the bed at the Hilton. I was like, damn, they gonna think I boo-booed in the bed because it was some brown dressing. <laughs> and I was trying to wipe it up because I didn't want them to think of me like that. It was just a little bit, but I was like, damn, they just gonna have me. Otherwise, the room was very clean. I like to leave my rooms clean, but just a little, little boo-boo in the bed. But... Uh... I take the sheets <laughs> off the bed. Like when I first get to a hotel, I ask them to bring me new sheets, and when I leave, I take the sheets oh. off. So I, at least I know that room got new sheets because I heard on Inside Edition that they don't watch. The I'm gonna sheets. have to try that. I'm gonna do that. Although I feel like the Hilton cleaned it. 
Lovely view, by the way. I was right on the lake, and I could see all up in everybody's apartment across the street. Okay, but, you up there making sitcom fictions? Yeah, I, I was sending her videos telling her about what was going on because I was watching the, their lives. They had the, the shades open. I was like, wait, this person's doing this, and this person over here. I felt Close like y'all shades, y'all. I felt like a little bit of a creep. But it was fascinating. It was like watching like a, a live dollhouse. I was also high. Oh my so God. That's part of it. Mm -hmm. But anyway, what is this about? Yeah, Golden Palace uh, for my 20 minute <laughs> sidebar. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, Knickerbocker, uh, check us out. We'll be over there. I'm going to be uh, like Eloise at the Plaza. I'm about to annoy the hell out of them. Prepare to be sick of me. Sick of me. I want to Back to Golden Palace. I thought this episode was really funny. Sophia was cracking me the fuck up when she was like, what's that? You want me to have your gold watch? Okay, uh, then she came yeah. out the end of the episode with the fucking watch on. And, and stealing off of uh, fucking uh, dead bodies. But hell, Dorothy said, I come from grave robbers. Um, So I guess that's just what they do. And Rose in that bed with, <laughs> with that long ass body. He didn't think anything of that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> she did that little growl and it's like, oh, I love a man with blow-dried hair. How specific. I mean, I don't kink shame. Yes, that's what you're into. Um, and then Sophia with the, okay, I got it. Volleyball players topless on the beach. Got it. Hey, everybody, there's a dead body. She's like, <laughs> like what the fuck? I messed it up, didn't I? And then, what well, yeah. is that realistic yeah. that everybody in a restaurant is going to run over to look at a dead body while they're eating? No, not really. And then she's walking. That's why it'd be like over the top. That's why I, I couldn't. It was just so unpredictable. I just, I don't know. Like the fact that she's, they're walking through the hotel dining room. Hey, here's the dead body from the beach. And nobody, nobody thought anything of that. And, yeah. and how did they handle him dying since they said he was drunk and they're on TV saying that. And then he dies. Too many loopholes. Um, yeah. But it was, you know, classic fun. I uh, also was cracking open. Sophia was like, you were doing better without me, weren't you? Like, I feel like, even though I know it's scripted, I'm not one of those people. Um, it really just seemed like Estelle Getty was just saying whatever and just having a, a good time. Like, she didn't even seem like the Sophia we usually saw. It's just mm -hmm. more so just saying crazy ass shit, which I love. You know, they all are just over the top on Golden Palace. But, um I don't know. I think I think I just liked it because it was so different and so crazy and it just had a lot of really funny moments. But I do agree it is not the heart of the Golden Girls. There was no lesson. There was no, you know, like um, usually they have like a, a sweet moment like, oh, I love you all. Let's have a hug. It was none of that. They, was, nah, you know, they didn't learn wild. anything. It was just let's it just do just some crazy like, shit. It was just like we all got away with everything we, we did. We just we got away with everything basically like, oh, and then Sophia stole the watch like. I mean, they were kind of, you know, a shell of their former selves. I think of Rose and Sophia and Blanche in season one. Like, there's no way they would have been doing this shit at all. They would have called the police, especially uh -huh. Rose. And Dorothy definitely couldn't have gone for this type of shit. So I feel like they're doing stuff they, they couldn't do if Dorothy was still around because Dorothy would have put the kibosh on that immediately. Um, uh -huh. And now that was a lot in one day. Back to back, mm -hmm. and then they just randomly have this freezer tacked on. Um, mm -hmm. But Sophia would have had to have been at the, she would have had to have been at least 89, I think. Maybe 88 at this point. And y'all are letting her ride down a laundry chute. No wonder Dorothy wants to take her ass back to Atlanta. Like, what okay. the hell y'all doing? That's some dangerous shit. I should, wouldn't even do that. <laughs> and she's hauling around dead bodies. If if Dorothy knew what the fuck was going on over there, she definitely would have uh, taken Sophia home. 
Like, she don't need to be doing all of that. She could have gone to prison. They could have lost the whole hotel. I mean, they always are on the verge of losing the hotel every fucking episode. Right, that's the story. The A story, the B story, you know, like, <laughs> losing a hotel. And there really wasn't a B story this episode. It was just the one story of, uh... No, it wasn't. It was two stories, because it was the grand opening. Yeah, I suppose. It was really three stories, the A and B and the C, because it was the grand opening story, and then the dead body story, and then, I guess, you, if you want to count Rose and her little fake fling story or whatever. Mm. Well, I feel like all that was kind of together. Maybe they're trying to be, like, friends, because they would always have, in Seinfeld, they would have three stories, and typically they would intertwine. So maybe they're trying mm -hmm. to do that. Overall, I liked it. Let us know what you think in the comments. Not that there's any comments because it's a podcast. But, it was alright. But tweet us and Instagram us. Start doing that. Every episode, tell us what you think about it because y'all don't really do that. And I'm interested to hear what you think. And rate us. Rate us, please, on Apple or Spotify or Anchor or Google or wherever you listen. We would most appreciate that. Uh, very much so. Um, very much. But we have some very exciting episodes coming up. Our interview with uh, Bonnie Bartlett and some special guests that you'll be very excited to hear from, as well as the young Dorothy, Lenny Green, and other special guests that you'll be very excited to hear from, um, and a whole lot of other stuff. And I'm, I'm very excited. And I just want to say, on a very special episode of So Good We Named It, I personally, you know, because, again, so much of what we've been posting is older um, so now that this is a more recent episode i do just want to acknowledge that i really appreciate all of the listeners all the interaction everything that you all do i don't know if you get to see all of it Kay, since i'm you know the one that's logged into stuff but uh, we do get a lot gonna of gonna say something nice and sentimental about me and about how you about how you missed us recording together just us two but i digress oh yeah that, that too that's that's next no just go ahead i do vow to you know people just really respond a lot and and i really appreciate that and when we started I didn't think people were going to be checking for us like that. And I was just doing it to be doing it. So to be putting stuff out there that people actually like and listen to and are telling us how they enjoy it and how they like, you know, our interaction, it means a lot. And I've been on yeah. YouTube for like 15 years. And part of why I stopped doing it is because nobody was fucking watching it. Uh, so, you know, to go from being ignored all the time um, <laughs> to having people actually excited to listen, it feels yeah. good. And we're going to keep feels doing it. Good. Hey, we don't have the rights to that. Yeah. Tony, Tony, and Tony, if you ever want to be on the show, uh, let us know. I thought it was Tony, Tony, Tony. Him too. Thank you for listening. Um, and we really appreciate it. And we're going to keep doing it as long. Well, I will. I can't speak for Kay. I'm going to be doing it. Because you already be trying to kick me out. But that's long. okay. Do y'all know, if y'all only knew how many times Barry literally tried to kick me off the show, it's, it's, it's I just leave deplorable. the door deplorable. open. I don't want her to feel obligated. It's deplorable. You got three kids. You got a lot going on. Deplorable. So I'm just like, hey, you know, if you need a break, let me know. Cause deplorable. You didn't sign up for all of this. You didn't know what it was gonna be. So I just deplorable. I would never kick her out. He's tr it's been several instances. Because then Matt wouldn't want to listen since you're his favorite. Period. I also do want to say that it's nice to get back to you know doing what we were doing in the beginning of just talking about the episodes. Um, just you and I. Not no no shade to any guests or whatever, but sometimes it's nice just to have family um, and to actually talk about the shows that this is about and not just random shit about the show or, you know, yeah. interviewing people. Because we like to do all of that, but I just want to, yeah. you know, get back to basics sometimes and do what we started doing months ago. That yeah. being said, <laughs> uh, thank you all for listening, as always. 
No, go ahead. I don't, don't want to. I don't want to. You know, step on any toes. If you. Want oh, to okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being, being a friend. friend. And make sure to follow us on Twitter at So Good We Named It, on Instagram at So Good We Named It, on Facebook. You see where I'm going with this? At So Good We Named It, and add me on Facebook under Freddie Peterson. So good we named it. Are we still recording? We always record, baby. We always. <laughs> you ain't have a little sentimental message for the people. I mean, you said everything. It? You know, like we really appreciate our fan base, and as it, it continues to grow, it just, you know, makes us feel warm and fuzzy inside that we're doing something that people like. So shout out to all of the fans who make us who we are. Because if it wasn't for the fans, we just we wouldn't know what to do with ourselves. So we appreciate each and every single one of you. Thank you all genuinely and sincerely for being our friend. Yeah. And <laughs> uh, when we first started, I was trying to do giveaways and stuff, and nobody really was responding to that. But now that we have more people listening, I would be more than happy to do another golden giveaway. Um, the person, golden giveaways are almost uh, back. Almost. The person that won, I'm glad I didn't send him nothing because he was in Australia, and that was going to be like over $100. But when Will Smith slapped Chris Rock, he was saying some problematic things. And I responded, mm. and I was just like, hmm, that's not cool. And he got mad and, like, unfollowed me and everything. Um, mm. I'm like, well, if I, as a black person, cannot say my piece without you feeling some type of way, then you don't need to be listening to the show anyway. Um, mm. So I would have been pressed as fuck had I spent a hundred some dollars <laughs> to send that magazine all the way to damn okay. Australia. Um, but I do get a lot of people that will comment crazy stuff. And I'm like, do you watch the Golden Girls and you're against all this stuff and you don't like politics? But, you know, people, <laughs> so a lot of people have, you know, different opinions. And just because we have something in common about watching the Golden Girls doesn't necessarily just mean that they'll, you know, not be how they are. I guess I feel like if. And I, we probably talked about this before a little, but I feel like if I am going to watch a show that's, you know, all about liberal stuff and politics and all this type of stuff that I would assume that I would probably, you know, agree with that. Um, and if I didn't agree with that, if somebody has a podcast where they're talking about that show, I would assume they're going to be talking about these types of things because that's what they talk about on the fucking show. So why mm. people always tell me and Enough Wicker and other podcasts probably, oh, Enough Politics, blah, blah, blah. Again, do you watch the show? Because they talk about this right. stuff all the time. Um, and again, we are black. So, you know, I am going to have a black point of view about some stuff that you may not agree with. And that's fine. But I'm black. So deal with it. Um, you know, because people which I don't know if they're fans of the show or if they just randomly came across my page. But when I was posting stuff about Roe versus Wade, people were blowing my spot up with like essays about how, you know, they don't agree or whatever. That's fine. If you don't agree, then don't have an abortion. But what the fuck are you on my page for with that shit? Right. So, I mean, I, I know how the, the actresses felt about it, you know, with B and, you know, Rue being on Maude and Maude had an abortion. So clearly they were pro-choice. Um, choice. So with me having this podcast, I feel like I want to kind of, you know, emulate what they think, not just my own beliefs. Now, if they had never addressed mm -hmm. it or if they felt a different way, then I probably wouldn't have talked about it because this isn't necessarily my platform to just share how I feel about everything. But I mm -hmm. like to share things that I think are aligned with them. So when I share something that's like pro-trans, I feel that the ladies would have been because they were very LGBTQIA friendly. And I want people that listen to us that are trans to know that we stand with you and we, you know, support you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, 
that you're you're valid. So if you don't agree with any of the stuff that we're saying, that's fine. You can unfollow. You can unsubscribe. But don't be in my comments because that's what I be saying. <laughs> like people just be wanting to use their Twitter fingers. You know what I'm saying? Like who you don't have to listen to us. We love everyone who loves us, and we only want people who love us. And if you don't agree with what we're saying, then you don't have to listen to us. But don't be blowing up our spot because nobody want to hear that shit. Because we still gonna <laughs> say what we gonna say. Right. We and still feel how we feel, and we gonna say what we gonna say. We not gonna go back and forth in the back. I'm not personally because I don't have access to all the Twitter finger shit that I'll be commenting for the, the I don't want to say naysayers, so that's not the right word, but for the problematic people, you know what I'm saying? Like, nobody's going to go back and forth with you because I still said what I said. And it ain't changing over here. <laughs> so, And one person, that. she had her settings, which I didn't even know you can do, to where you couldn't even at her or message her. So you all in my shit, but I can't even respond right. in my own comments. So, Get the fuck out of here. Blocked. Uh, but... I hate that. You know how you know how you be in a heated text argument with whomever you texting, and they block you before you can respond. That shit pisses me off. I love doing that. <laughs> I do it to people, but when they do it to me, yeah, I don't like it being done to me. me. Like I don't I even so want to type all this shit. You gonna hear what I said? But I say all that to say, um, you know, again, having been online for so long, yeah. For those of you that maybe were familiar with me previously, I was a bit of a, a character, and I, I like Very to cuss much. people out. I like to put people in their place sometimes. Problematic. But I don't want to do that Because here. that came <laughs> from the deep-seated wound of, you know, you want to stand up for the bully. And right. That's admirable. Like, I don't just but like cussing people out for the sake of cussing them out, but I like for people to know you can't talk to people like that. Because I can take it. It's not going to hurt my feelings. But the next person you talk to... You might be their 13th reason. So I don't mm, want you oh, to think shit. you can just go around talking to people <laughs> like that, you know, uh, because you never know what's uh, going on with somebody. So I feel like if I put you in your place, the next time you feel like saying some crazy shit to somebody, you're going to be like, hey, I got cussed the fuck out the last time. Maybe I should shut up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that being said, I don't you know, want to do what I would do on my personal pages on the podcast page because we have an image to uphold. We and have the image so far. So, I, but you know, if more, more people would mind their business, like if you disagree with something, disagree and, and just that's that's it, just disagree. But with the whole back and forth, and then you know what? You know what grinds my gears? <laughs> what grinds? Is that gears? people who try to change your opinion, but they don't make any sense with what they're saying in order to try to change your opinion, and just and they further make themselves look even more stupid than before we started this debate. Yeah, sounds like the person I was talking to at work right before I clocked out. But mm. <laughs> he's like, I know the system better than you. All you got to do is so. So why don't you come over here and clock in and do it then? Okay, yeah. listen. But, but, um, <laughs> yeah, another senior frogs moment. But um, okay, as we're off on this tangent after we said by thirty minutes, right. so we should just turn this into a new episode about Roe versus Wade. So I'm just no, okay, never mind. But. You know, for those that are in the comments, keep in mind, I cannot have an abortion. And I'm married to a cis man who also cannot have an abortion. So really, this is ain't got nothing to do with me. I'm supporting, you know, pro-choice or whatever, but it does not personally impact me. So why are you mad Mm -hmm. at me? It's not like I'm going to go get an abortion or have my spouse get one. So it's not possible. Right. So why are you even in my face about it? It doesn't matter what I think. They have their Twitter fingers. I'm pro-choice, <laughs> so come at me. At me about it, because I'm also pro-choice. I'm not going to tell. Nobody got to do some shit they don't want to do, because I don't want nobody telling Period. me to do some shit I don't want to do. Now, Period. I, if I were in that situation, I 
probably wouldn't have one depending you know on some things but that's me that's my choice that's my business i haven't had one um i've been pregnant three times and i have three kids um in lieu of recent events that i'll mention later but (laughs) i haven't had one but just because i haven't had one i don't think you should take that right away from people again i probably wouldn't but it doesn't matter what i would do because it ain't me so do what you Mm want to do and you never know. You never know what you'll do when the situation actually presents itself. Right. That's why I say probably because, yeah. you know, anything can happen and I'll be like, oh, hell no. So, you mm-hmm. know, uh, again, the whole point is choice. If you choose to have one, if you choose to not have one, it's your choice. choice. And I don't think you should tell anybody what they can't do because um, out, um, not outlawing it. Lord, what am I trying to say? Making it illegal. Uh, is this is that the word outline? No, because outlaw is like a, a person that's running from the law, like a cowboy. Oh, um, but like, e- what is the word? Unle- is it outlawing it? I think it's outlawing. Delegalizing it. De-legalizing. That's not the word either. But reminds me of that somebody I talked on the phone at work who said y'all are uh, fraudizing. What did he say? <laughs> did he say fraud fraudization or something crazy? <laughs> what? He said it with such confidence, too. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, is that a word? I looked it up like, shit, maybe it is a word. <laughs> uh, not. But it's not going to make it. It's not going to make people stop doing it. It's just going to make people who decide to do it that live in those certain states. It's just going to make it more dangerous. Right. So. They're still going to do it. Right. So, yeah. Anyway. Uh, right. As we're off on this um, tangent, as I was going to come with some more facts that will probably piss people off, we don't have to. Yeah. How do How do we get here? I don't know what happened. Oh, I was talking about people telling them not to be in my comments on that shit. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, the views and, and opinions expressed here. <laughs> well, shit, I guess it is us because it's only us. So, yeah, these are okay. our opinions. But they're just that, opinions. We're not making laws. We're not telling people what to do. Mm-hmm. It's just our opinion. I if I need to be on the Supreme Court. Somebody nominate me. Cause I'm okay, here we, the can we get some want. young people? I just want to know why these old ass. And I was I on guess, your ages. This, this mayor, mayor, look, this mayor may not be problematic. Why these old ass white people are making decisions for people these days? Like, can we get some young diversity? Can we get some black people? Can we get some Hispanic people? Can we get some Asian people? Can we get some? Hawaiian people, some Samoan people, some Nigerian. Can we get some variety, please? Because this is ridiculous. Y'all not even going to be alive in the next 15 years, but y'all making fucking decisions for me. Like, I just don't understand. Can we get some young politicians, please? I will say, um, not to spoil it, but when we have uh, when we have Bonnie Bartlett on, we talked about this, and she said the same damn thing. Uh, Bonnie is for the people. I love her. If, if I could adopt her to be like my grandmother, I absolutely would adopt her and make her my grandmother and like bake cookies with her every Sunday morning in the kitchen. Like she, I love her. She's amazing. And, and I agree. Um, and she was saying the same thing of like, why are these, all these old white men making all these decisions? Um, and she's 93. So, you know, she's old, she's white. And she still thinks that the people making the decisions should not be, you know, her age, um, Mm -hmm. because we're the ones that are going to be affected by it. And, Mm -hmm. um, and we also talked about how, you know, she, is very you know woke and hip and with everything and and evolves her thinking and everything and i she wish does. that all older people were like that but unfortunately yeah. they're not they get stuck in their ways and mm-hmm. that's how we're being governed right now by mm-hmm. ways that no longer apply <laughs> yeah, exactly um, and that's the messed up part about it and they don't see anything wrong with that which is even more messed up and clarence thomas is the worst out of all of them but i digress too 
Okay. And Clarence, Clarence, if you're listening, do not come on the show. <laughs>